welcome back to Just One Question. It is always an honor and a privilege to beam myself out to California on Just One Question and have a chance to talk to Vince Thompson. Uh, Vince is an early stage investor. Um, he's a sales and business development consultant. And I can't resist adding, um, because you'll see it in that picture, um, he is the author of a book called Ignited, um, oh, yeah. <laughs> from uh, <laughs> from a few years back, that was all about how to uh, how to get employees to to step up to the to be their best selves and achieve enormous things and all the things that we're talking about again now to try to figure out how to do since the pandemic. How do we get the employees excited again? But Vince, first of all, tell us how you are. I'm doing great. Hey, listen, it should be said that that book was a much better book because of your your input. And uh, I, I, I got such great advice from Tim Sanders, who said, go see Nick before you write the book. And, and then you can start working on your speech. And as you, as you remember, I had gotten a book deal with FT Press, and right. I had written an outline and had a proposal. But you took me through and taught me lots of things in the early days and helped me structure and write that book, um, and then helped me with my speech. So thank, thanks to you. Excellent. My pleasure. And uh, no wonder I responded so warmly to that picture on the wall there. <laughs> it's a good Just experience. Happy, happy memories. Yes. Yeah. So, <laughs> so uh, I, always, I always look to you to tell us uh, what's going on in the world of uh, early stage investing. So bring us up to date. What's happening now or what are you excited about? Well, I tell you, I, um, I am excited. Hmm. I'm in, in this economic environment we're in. Uh, has has gotten me a little more excited, actually, because I have spent the last, you know, four or five years trying to get a handle on Web3, NFTs, future of blockchain. And it's felt uh, kind of, you know, ethereal. Uh, I've been learning a little here and there and, and trying to find out. But, but the truth of the matter is, um, I, I, in the same way I struggled in the early days of the internet to understand what was real and what's not, I have struggled with understanding what's real and what's not in this world. And in the early days of the internet, I used to always say to people like, well, you know, tell me in a sentence what it does. And, you know, what do you sell or what do people, uh, uh, is it a service or a product? And I just asked some kind of basic questions. And if people couldn't answer those, for the most part, I'd say, I don't think it's a thing. And, 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 and it wasn't a thing. Um, with blockchain, I ask these questions. People give me answers. The answers sound really good, but I still have a hard time deciphering it. So with this, with a little bit of an economic reset, um, some money flowing out, mm -hmm. so, um, as Warren Buffett says, you know, uh, when the tide goes out, you find out who's swimming naked. Mm -hmm. uh, I think we're beginning to see that. And I'm beginning to get a clearer view into some really legitimate and real businesses that are happening. And I think there's some very, very exciting things beneath it. So I just think a lot of the noise is calming down and we're getting a shot to see where real value is created. Um, so, you know, I gave you one a quick example that I sent yes, over to some please. friends. Yeah. Yeah. I sent this to some friends. Um, last week, there was an article in the Wall Street Journal about, and I think maybe the company's called Pink Tata is a funny name, uh, but it's a company that works with hotel groups to create NFTs associated with room nights. And what this allows a hotel to do is to actually sell you a room night with a verifiable NFT that you have associated with your room night. And then therefore, 
you now own the room night and you can go resell it or do what you want with it. And for the hotel who, you know, normally would live in a world of cancellations and other rights related to that room and, and have greater economic risk, they can now sell you that room night and it's your responsibility to do as you wish. For you as a consumer on the other side of the equation, you're going to purchase that NFT and you've got that room and maybe that thing's going to appreciate and you, you're making a bet. Maybe you can't make your trip. Uh, you're going to find a way to lay it off. Um, it just changes the economics on inventory, uh, pricing, yield optimization in the hotel business. And I think it does it in a really interesting way. So I think it's a great example of an NFT finding its way into a normal, what we'd call kind of a routine business transaction and, and actually changing and enhancing a business model for an industry. So That's fascinating. It, I, I'm really grateful for that example because it does make it clear. That, and I see there's a real benefit on both sides. And it makes me wonder, um, can uh, airplane seats be far behind if uh, if the value is uh, is there in in the NFT world, or is is an airplane seat even more perishable in some way than a than a, uh, a hotel room? I but, think uh, an airline. I, I would imagine an airline seat would be right behind it. And yeah. in some ways, uh, you know, I, I looked at NFTs originally, and I thought, okay, I get it. It's a UPC code, or it's a, you know, it's a QR code. It's a commodity thing. It's really not because when you start looking at the implication of the technology against the business models and the industries in which it's applied, you still have to have some expertise and you still have to have marketplaces and, and, and these things still have to work. And marketplaces are difficult to assemble and build. Uh, so there are a lot of business development goes into kind of putting both sides of the party together. And uh, blockchain will facilitate that in a very clean way and a very transparent way and a trustworthy way. But these things still need to be built. And uh, so that, 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 that's, that's exciting to me. I think I'm, I'm finding about other ones too. You know, I was, I was on the phone with a friend who's uh, got a hedge fund in the crypto space. He says he found a company that insures your hardware uh, against a, a collapse that could kill your wallet. You know, there's so many people owning these assets in these digital wallets and, uh, you know, there's hardware risk. Right. And so, right. you know, it's a little simpler than the first one, but I think I, I I'm going to head out to Consensus in Austin uh, in a couple of weeks, uh, put on my coin desk, and I'm going to try to learn as much as I can. So, Fantastic. I am so grateful for uh, that glimpse into this, <laughs> this uh, fast-breaking, fast-changing, and fascinating world. So uh, thank you, Vince Thompson. That was, uh, that was a great little mini course in what the heck uh, is going on in the current cryptocurrency <laughs> NFT world. So thank well, you, sir. Well. Good to see you. We're all trying to learn. Thanks so much. Great seeing you, Nick. <laughs>